and welcome back to the Rope Agronomist Podcast with Kyle from Stall Agronomy. Today we're going to talk about emotions. Uh, it's kind of one of my favorite subjects to talk about and we're getting into harvest and that's kind of the time of the year where I run into a lot of emotion-driven decisions. And what do I mean by that? A, uh, I was with a grower yesterday and we were talking about uh, some yield data from last year because we were going through um, just setting everything up, getting everything ready for the year. And he said, why didn't I plant this soybean again? Last year it was my second best yielding soybean. And I said, well, there was one field that it was down in. And you said you will never, ever plant that again because it was, you know, going down in spots of this field. And it's just too big of a pain in the butt to harvest. And he said, why? I don't understand why I didn't plant the best yielding so or second best yielding soybean I had on the farm last year, this year. And that's where we are every fall. It seems to happen every year where we have an issue that shows up in a field. We have an issue with a hybrid or variety, and we pretty much just write it off. And you know, to the much to the dismay of the salesperson or the agronomist who's trying to help you make decisions and make good financial decisions for your farm, we kind of forget about a lot of that when we get emotional. Um, it, it really it happens every year. Uh, you get you get a lot of guys that they're frustrated. You know, harvest is dragging on. Um, you know, the grain cart driver doesn't know where to go all the time. <laughs> Usually, it ends up being me. Um, you know, or the semi guy, he stopped at the gas station to get food and the, uh, the farm wife brought food out anyway. And so now he wasted 20 minutes of your time and you got the fertilizer guys not spreading yet. The, the tillage guys not keeping up with you where you want them to be. And you got all these frustrations going on and the market just moved this morning. We can just go on and on and on. And one more little frustration that happens. And we don't even want to think about it. I don't want this to ever happen to me again. That's it. We're done. I'm not doing it. Nope. Mm -mm. I can't have any more things bother me during fall harvest. Um, the other side of this, um, well, not necessarily the other side, but another thing that goes along with this is I've had guys make the comments um, in the past that I, I don't want to plant that corn hybrid ever again because it combines rough. And I'm like, what do you mean it combines rough? He's like, well, I have to slow down. I have to change some of the settings in the combine, open the concaves up. You know, we're doing all these different settings when I get into that corn. And I'm like, well, okay, well, was it better? Well, yeah, but I just, I can't handle having to slow down and do this and do that. I'm like, all right, but it was better. And in some instances, I've seen it where it's maybe even 20 bushel better. So in a year like this year, it's a hundred dollars an acre difference. And the soybean example before, uh, the variety that was next to that was about a 10 bushel difference. So pretty close to a hundred bucks an acre. So we're going to give up a hundred dollars an acre in income to make frustrations completely go away. You know, and, and in some cases and in some years, that could be our entire profit margin, right? I mean, there's times where it's that slim. Um, you'd hope it's not, but some years it is. So we're going to give up our profit because we don't want to slow down. You know, maybe it takes us an extra two or three days to harvest our crop and we just can't handle that. So we're going to give up our profit to have an easier harvest. And the same thing goes, you know, we talk about this during planting season. Um, a lot of guys, you know, it'll be seed size. It's, um, 
yeah, oh gosh, some treatments. Um, you know, there's opportunities for us to throw something in the tank, um, something putting a plot in, learning some things. Um, we get to try to do some trials in springs. It's always the the best time to kind of get some trials in. And we throw those away because, you know, I can't slow down. I can't stop. And this is the same thing with uh, planning also where we don't want to slow down. We can't stop because, you know, the planner's monitor showing me something. But it's, it's got to be the stupid monitor. Something's not reading right. Uh, I just can't stop to check it. I got to keep planting. There's rain coming in three days and I'm going to be done planting corn tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it happens. It happens all the time. We get these little frustrations that bother us. Um, things we just can't stop or slow down for because we, we just can't handle that frustration. So we let our emotions drive our decisions and emotions driving decisions is the exact opposite of what you want to do in business. It, it really is. You know, when you start feeling all emotional about things um, and forget what's going on with the bottom line, we make really poor decisions. Uh, it's the same thing with marketing. Um, honestly, most of the time when I hear guys selling corn or grain, whatever it is, it's on a down market. And it's not because they didn't make the high. Um they just can't make the low. We we got to sell now because it's going to just keep going down. Guys get more frustrated when the market moves up because they're not sure when they should sell than they are when the market goes down because then they just have to sell because they can't take any lower price. So instead of selling on the way up, we sell often on the way down. And that's another thing where margin is thrown out the window and emotions drive our decisions. To me, profit's profit. I had a, a boss one year, uh, well, not one year, but always he used to say, you know, you can't go broke making money. And understandably so, it, it's often frustrating when we could make money, but we move away from making money to make our life easier. <clears throat> now, there's times where I will say making your life easier is kind of the goal, right? We we don't want to have to slow down combining. We don't want to have to get out of the tractor to check behind the planter. Um, you know, we don't want to have to worry about where the fertilizer guys are. You name it. We don't want those frustrations. I just want to get my tractor, drive it straight, make sure it's doing a good job. Everything's going smooth. Life is easy. And to me, life is never going to be easy. It's not that easy. It, it really isn't. You're running a business. I'm running a business. I always have to be on call. Um, I always have to be doing other things or thinking about what's going to happen next or what's going on in the background. You know, we, there's always these things I have to be concerned about. Right now, I'm concerned about supply. I'm concerned about getting guys the things that they need. I'm concerned about watching Twitter and seeing guys buying three-year supply of glyphosate for 30 bucks a gallon. And there's already a supply shortage. And now my guys that traditionally won't purchase for another two months might not get any because half the guys already bought three years supply in one year when we already have a shortage. So these things all bother me, but I can't just be like, Hey man, I don't even want to think about glyphosate. We're not using it next year. There's no way we're going to use glyphosate. It just be so much easier if you guys just went all conventional and it really wouldn't in the end. And I think it would hurt our bottom line when we talk about grass control. Now I know glyphosate doesn't control everything, but these are the things that the emotional decision is always the easy one. It's the one that makes us feel better. Um, it makes us not as worried. We can just throw things away. Just screw it. I don't even want to think about it. 
I'm not doing that. But the ones that always pay off are the ones where we could take an emotional decision, but we move past that and realize it's a good business decision. And business decisions are never the easiest ones. You know, when I worked in in somewhat of the corporate world, um, you know, we've been through branches close, um, people leave or people are kind of forced to leave. Um, things happen, but it always kind of seems to happen for a good reason. You know, there, there's, there's a long-term thing in, in play, you know, we're, we're looking at the long picture, not necessarily what's going on right now. And that's where we need to be in agriculture. I know it's really hard. It involves planning. It makes your life kind of more frustrating sometimes, but if we let emotions win. It's really hard to make a profit. I mean, right now, in fall, I mean, your easiest income is if we could plant a, a new hybrid that that gains you twenty bushels. Um, your your easiest thing is if um, you know, hey, I I fought through it this spring, but I tried this new product and it gave me five ten bushels. Um, you know, we all like to believe that that always happens, but you know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But for this year, let's just say for this example, you tried something new and hey, you know, I took an extra hour out of my time in spring. And I, I did that and it, it gained me some yield. Um, and I saw a positive return and, or, Hey, uh, I know I was going to plant this day. I, I, I just, my agronomist talked me off, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, and I, I waited a week or whatever it is that happened. And my neighbors are all frustrated and their yields are down and mine are up, you know, things like that happen. And, you know, there's these decisions we make throughout the year we get in the combine and we forget about everything. And it, it's just, it's frustrating. It's kind of hard, um, especially on this side as an agronomist where I'm trying to work with guys and trying to help them decide what's going on and what to do. Sit back sometimes and, and just think about the, the decisions you're making. You know, we, we get very emotional um, and we just let that drive our decisions. And I've always talked to growers about don't let emotions drive your decisions. You know, the data, everything else should help you make those decisions. That's why we have yield monitors. It's why we have planter monitors. It's why we mark trials. It's why we do all this stuff um, so that we can make really good decisions for the next year. And that's my piece. I'm going to speak it now. Um, as we get in the combines, everybody's going to get frustrated. You're all going to have issues. Don't let your emotions set you up for a poor year next year because you just don't want to do something because it's hard. Um, the hard things are always the things that seem to pay off in this industry. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'll catch you next time.